Hello, this is Nancy Ray, your host for the Rebel Haven podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, it's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hello and welcome to the Rebel Haven Podcast. This is your host, Nancy Ray, and today we're going to be talking about one of the number one threats to divine union. And divine union is basically the perfect merging of two energies. So oftentimes when we think of union, we think of you know a man and a woman or a couple um, coming together into union. Divine union is a metaphor. It's very symbolic for our relationship with our higher power, with source energy. So the ultimate divine union would be between you and God, you and source energy, you and the universe. And in this relationship, it's like a perfect fitting of the puzzle pieces together. We actually get the opportunity to use our relationships and our primary romantic relationship as a metaphor and as a training ground for really coming back into more and more beautiful union within ourselves, with between us and God, and between us and our entire uh, spirit family, all of the beings that are here, the oneness, that original great I am, that original oneness. So one of the biggest threats to divine union is what's called third-party energy. So I wanna talk to you guys today about what that can look like. So for me, in my journey of creating a stronger union with my God, with universe, my biggest, most original, number one third-party energy was actually religion. So religion and my spiritual leaders and teachers kept coming in and actually kind of fucking with (laughs) my ability to connect with and have a full union with God. So I want to use relationships as a metaphor for this. So this is why you may have heard, I know I heard this growing up, that once you get married, your partner becomes your number one, right? So I'd heard stories of, you know, men getting married to a woman and instead of going to their wife for help or support or talking to them about what's going on, they're always calling their mothers. And in that instance, you can just imagine how that would really rock the alignment of the relationship because you've got this third party energy that's kind of coming between the husband and the wife really being able to create a union. So that's why it's so important when you do come into a relationship with someone that your relationship with them is between you and them. And there's no third party in there messing with the energy. Now, obviously there's a difference, but still a precaution when it comes to having therapists in there, coaches in there, anything like that. So it's essential to recognize how this third party energy feels when it's coming in and how to know if it's supportive or not. So ideally you're in a relationship with someone who's conscious and wants the very best for you. They want what's going to light you up the most and be in the best support of your expansion. And ideally, you feel that same way about them. When you have that type of a union, it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. And very rarely do you need to call upon any sort of third-party energies, insights, resources, whatever. 
In that case, that really looks like each party actively working on themselves and learning new tools and new information for supporting the union. But that never means inviting somebody else to stand in between you two uh, as like a mediator or like it, cr- it creates a level of distortion. If you've ever played the game telephone where you tell one person something and then they whisper it in the next person's ear and then by the end, it's like a totally different phrase. That's the idea. Putting a third party energy in there really rocks the whole entire dynamic of the connection. So if you're wanting to create a really powerful connection with the divine, there's nothing and no one between you and the divine. You can certainly have leaders, coaches, shamans, whatever that guide you, give you insight, but they should never be in between you and your God. And what I mean by that is I was raised in an environment where I was told that other people received revelation for me. So basically God would tell them what to tell me. That is third party energy. So same thing, if you're in a relationship and you're going to someone else to talk about something that you will not talk to with your partner, you are creating third party energy. If you want to have a really powerful union, a really powerful, strong relationship, you get to go directly to that being for that connection. So what I'm saying is no book. I don't care who told you that who is what. So for example, let's talk about scripture. There's a lot of powerful scripture that's been retranslated and retranslated and is open to interpretation. And there's a bazillion hundreds of different branch shoots off of religions and spiritualities and dogmas and blah, 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 just based on the Bible. And there are dozens of other forms of scripture. And what will happen is we say, oh, well, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, this dude, God told this dude this, which means that applies to me. And sometimes maybe it does, but you get to have your own personal confirmation of that. I have felt God, universe, source, energy speak to me through books, speak to me through the Bible, speak to me through tarot cards, speak to me through the trees, speak to me through watching a little kid at a a school assembly. God, universe can speak to you through anything and everything. And when you're really connected, you can hear and see it in everything. But when you're not, you go seeking outside of you for the answers. And you look to that book from a mental standpoint, back in the mind again, trying to decide and determine how you should be rather than going into your heart and having God tell you for uh, him herself. Right? Our father, mother, God gets to be the only thing telling us what it wants us to do and be. And I want you to know that the voice is a loving voice. It's a loving voice. So if you're having, if you're feeling God speak to you in a fearful voice of condemnation or do this or manipulation or control, it's probably actually not God. It's probably someone else's construct of God. You will feel it and you will know. You will feel it and you will know. So third party energy, you guys, it's the biggest threat. So I want you to take a good look right now at your relationship with your higher power. Where do you have third-party energy coming in? It could be your parents. It could be your siblings. It could be your best friend, your partner. It could be your coach or some YouTuber that you love to follow. If they are coming in between you and your God, they're a third-party energy and they're not meant to be there. They can certainly still be in your life, for sure. They're just not meant to be between you and your source. Same thing in a relationship. 
So I'm going to just, I'm just going to, I'm trying to reach for a good example with this. So let's say, oh, okay, this is just the most obvious example. And so I'm going to roll with it. You've got, um, you've got a guy and he has a best friend. Okay. These two guys are best friends. And then one of the guys, let's say we've got Bob and George, Bob gets married, Bob gets married to Sally and Bob and Sally are married. But Bob keeps going to George, talking to George about everything Sally's doing that he doesn't like, um, telling her what he doesn't, you know, what he thinks. Um, and when he's frustrated, or has a problem at work, he's calling George. He's not calling his wife, Sally. So in this instance, Bob has invited in and is creating a third party energy dynamic that is fucking with the union between him and his wife. The difference would be going to his wife first. Hey, I'm struggling with this. This doesn't feel good. Oh, I'm having a bad day. Really expressing and creating that connection. And once in a while, for sure, you know, you're going to talk with your best friend about how things are going. That's very, very normal, but incredibly different to have that person be your go-to. The number one, you're talking to them all day, every day, and it's really creating a wedge between you and your partner. In a divine union, it gets to just be the two of you to create the union. It gets to be the two of you in that instance to create the union. Same between you and God. Now, there are certainly spiritual leaders, counselors, coaches, and guides that can help you work through your own shit to connect even better with God. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's fantastic. And that's a tool in that instance. These are all just tools and it's how you use them that really matters. So I want you to use your intuition right now to take a look at your relationships and see where you maybe have third-party energy getting in there, creating a wedge, creating some distance, creating some upset, whether that's with God or with your partner. Now, I want to add an additional little asterisk here (laughs) in talking about this. In cases where someone is being intentionally isolated by a partner, being physically, mentally, or emotionally abused by a partner, none of this applies. (laughs) So really watching for and rooting out the third party energy is when you're in a conscious, loving, safe dynamic. If you're with an abuser, I want you to get as much third party fucking energy in there as you can and get away from that dynamic for sure. And I want you to know with God, source energy, father, mother, God, you're not going to need to do that. That's not going to be happening. We're talking about the highest vibration of unconditional love. Love is not even an accurate word because we have so much other association to that word. Okay. I'm, I'm when in that dynamic with your higher power, you don't need any third party energies in there. Now you may need assistance. Like I said, working through your own mental blocks and your own fears and insecurities and your own whatever's that are keeping you from really tuning in yourself. But every coach and every counselor and every church leader ever, their number one soul responsibility, which has been distorted through time, but their true soul responsibility is to assist you in an even deeper and greater connection with your God not to them. If you become reliant upon a coach, upon a spiritual leader for your connection to God, you are going to be out of alignment. Now, are there times where we temporarily have a crutch because we have a wound or an insecurity and so we're not fully trusting God? Sure. And then these, our tribes and our communities and our people and our spiritual shamans and guides and leaders can be that crutch for us for a while while that wound heals. That's great. That's beautiful. That's how it's designed. We're not designed to be independent. We are interdependent. We need each other. 
And there's this whole school of fucked up thought of like, be independent, don't need anyone, do it yourself, da, 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 da. And that's actually so far on the other side of the spectrum. It's not the healthy, really the healthy aligned middle path. The middle to path is interdependence. We all lean on each other at different times. There's times where I've got a bit of a limp and I need a crutch and I lean on a coach or I lean on a spiritual leader to help me remember that God loves me and that connection is real and I can trust it. And there's times where they have that and they need me to be there reminding them of their light, reminding them of their truth, loving them, holding space for them to reconnect to that light. That is beautiful and that is healthy. Where we get into a a really fucked up dynamic is when we stop seeking to plug into the divine and we start getting our power, our intuition, and our inspiration from other people. That's never the goal. That's never the goal. So I want you to watch as you're listening to speakers, as you're listening to coaches, as you're listening to podcasts, where do you feel like someone is actually trying to feed and create a dependence upon them as the one and the only true answer? And where are people trying to invite, encourage, inspire, and ignite you into your highest embodiment of your I am presence? And you will feel the difference. Your intuition knows and energy doesn't lie. It's really time for you to make trusting your heart and your intuition your primary focus. There is so much information out there. We're in the information age. And so much of it is contradicting. You know, eat this way, don't eat this way. Do this, don't do that. Talking to your kids like this scars them. No, talking to this like them makes them entitled and spoiled. No, talking to them, da, 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 da. So much different information. It's because it's all truth and it's all false. You get to feel into and trust for you what your path is. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you root out third-party energies. That means you read the Bible And then you consult your connection with God to see what is validated by that. Not what's validated by your pastor or your preacher or your parents or your friends, but what is really confirmed to you as relevant truth for this now moment for you and your life. And that's how you're going to feel the most connected. And then use your relationship, you guys. Dig in, lean into the spiritual work there. Lean into the work you get to do inside your heart and your mind to come into full union. Now, if you're someone who, with someone who's abusive, abusive, mentally, emotionally, or physically, none of this applies. Get the fuck out. I'm serious. Enough is enough. I don't care if you've been married 50 years or two years or two days. If there is abuse of any kind, you get to disengage with that through a sacred boundary. Now, does that mean you guys can come back together after healing? No, fuck no. You could. That happens. I've seen incredible, beautiful transformations. But there gets to be a line in the sand where you divorce that energy. Disconnect, cut it, cut, clean cut, line in the sand, moving on. We have such a beautiful work to do right now. We have massive quantum leaps happening all over the place. And whatever is having you tethered, that's an unhealthy, destructive, yucky dynamic, do the most loving thing and set yourself and the other being free. And sometimes that other being or entity is a church, is a religion, is a dogma, is a belief system that's been limiting you. 
the church that I was raised in became like a glass ceiling on my spiritual growth and development. And every time I would start really feeling growth in my life, I would bang up against it. And I can't even tell you the massive relief that happened when I rooted out that third party energy. And I looked at my God and I said, look, I'm never again going to let anyone else tell me who you are. I want you to show me. I want to know you live in me, live through me, teach me. And everything changed. And my life has been so beautifully magical and inspiring since that time. And I'm forever grateful for the intuition that led me to start questioning my reliance upon a system instead of my reliance upon my God. I love you all so much. Root out that third party energy, baby. It's time. I'll talk to you again soon.